The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Posway. Today, two very special guests. They're, of course, NWA superstars, part of the tag team division. Of course, it is Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman. They are the spectaculars. Guys, welcome to the two-man power trip. How are you doing? Good. How are you, man? Great. Thanks for having us. No problem. I'm doing pretty good. So obviously we're going to talk about NWA hard times coming up here on the big weekend, the 12th and the 13th from New Orleans, Louisiana. It's on pay-per-view. It's available on fight. Of course, more information at NWA all over your social media and the national wrestling Alliance.com. So tell us about the fixers and your big match for the U S tag team championships. Well, yeah, I don't think the fixers are taking the spectaculars serious enough. Um, which is is okay uh, because we have finally had the shot to prove ourselves in the tag team division and give the fixers a run for their money. What do you think, Freeman? No, he's right. They've uh, they've been in here a little over a year now. They've they've come in and they started dominance real quick. They're two big guys, and uh, I mean they're good guys. They are. They they they're very entertaining. They do a good job in the ring. Uh, they're a spectacle to behold. But. Uh, you know, we we just started out not too long ago, and they just we got paired together, and we just really hit the ball running. Uh, we just love what we've got going, and honestly, I think we're a really good contender for them. Why are they not taking you seriously? I just interviewed them, and they were basically saying they're going to run over you guys. Why are they not taking you seriously? I yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, we are a new tag team. Uh, we haven't been around long enough for them to take us seriously. So, in that aspect, I can't blame them. Right. But come Saturday, they will see a different side of Rush Freeman and Brady Pierce and the spectaculars for that matter. Uh, so, you know what? I don't hold it against them that they did not taking us seriously, but that just gives us a chance to prove who we are. Rush, you agree? Yeah. Uh, 
on that. We're, we're very intelligent. I don't like to just make us sound like we're too smart, but we, we understand what we're getting into here. They don't. They're, they're, they, they're not taking us seriously. And like you said, they're going to figure out real quick that we are taking this seriously. Now, you mentioned new tag team, obviously. you kind of. How did you guys actually come together and form the team? I guess we'll start with Brady. Well, you know, I was, uh, I'm was. i new to NWA as well, and Rush has been with NWA for how many? How long? Oh, man, I was here from the very second season on. Yeah, so I was new to NWA, and I was watching all the matches, and uh, uh, Rush's in particular, and I saw a lot of potential in him. And I, you know, just approached Rush, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I would I like yourself. I would like to get together and see if we could come up with something and uh, make this thing work. And that's basically what happened. I saw an opportunity and I took it. And uh, so far, it's paid off. Rush, what about the formation of the team? You remember that's how basically how it all came together? Yeah, uh, I was on my way out from the uh, former faction I was in. That was the uh, Ill Begotten. I was in there from the beginning of it, and it just completely changed over time and something I didn't want to be a part of anymore. And they had tried to recruit him, and we took a little swerve on him, and we joined up, and it's just gone really well. When you put the team together, is Billy a part of that? Billy Corgan, obviously the owner. Is he part of putting you guys together and forming the team? Yeah, in a way. In a way. Um, he kind of you know left it in the court of what uh, I wanted to do, and uh, we kind of felt it out from there. But Rush was the easy decision for me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean, yeah, Billy. I mean, I'm I'm close with Billy. Uh, I I do try to talk to him more, more than I should. I kind of annoy him uh, you, you, until you he, annoy him I just, until he tells me to just leave him alone. But uh, I I do try to stay in his ear just to you know learn from the guy. And I told him he's like a father figure to me. And uh, he told me early on he thought that you know us we would have something together. And like he's he's got an eye for things. And uh, he was right. Like. We hit it off. We're very good friends now. We talk every day. And uh, you know, Billy did have a lot of vision in us in the beginning. Where does the spectaculars, where does that come from, the gimmick? Where I mean, where does that all kind of come from? Well, uh, you know, it's, the NWA, the way it's structured, it's not – it's more of a throwback in itself. We're the National Wrestling Alliance. We're, we're, we've got a lot of rich history, and uh, we felt like with our team coming together, we should just kind of embrace the culture and the history of the organization. So we should take a lot of just everything from the past and put it all together into one unit. And, uh, you know, the bow ties, they came from the Fantastics. We've got uh, other teams that we just kind of really take after, the Freebirds, the Fabulous Ones. Um, so, yeah, we just try to take a lot of that 80s old school style of wrestling and we, we just make it our own. We make it, uh, you know, today's version of what yesterday's wrestling was. The perfect what's up. What's old is new again, right? Exactly, 100%. A little bit of fabulous ones, a little bit of the fantastics in there, uh, I feel like. A little bit of everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not even just those guys. We're, we're trying to, like, create our own uh, thing and run with it. So I think at, you know, NWA Hard Times 3, you'll see a little bit more uh, from the Spectaculars and our, our own style, creating our own uh, our own thing. Like we've said before, we've, we're brand new, and as time goes on, we'll find new ways to invent ourselves. When you look at it, obviously what's old is new. I mean, that's a, a big part of the NWA just in general, right? I mean, it's kind of 
what's old is new again. You know, they're, they're big on tradition. They're big on you know, honoring the past. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Were you guys always big fans? I guess uh, Brady, we'll start with you. Were you always a big wrestling fan? So, yes. Yeah, so since I can remember, I've always been a huge fan of professional wrestling. I got it from my my dad. He was a huge Ric Flair fan and a big fan of the NWA. So growing up, I always got the pleasure of learning about the history of the NWA, professional wrestling in general. So it's definitely a background that you know I definitely respect. And going into the NWA hard times, it's special meaning to me because, like I said, I grew up with a, you know watching all these guys on TV. So, what about Rush? Are you always a big fan? Yeah, I gotta agree with him. I started, you know, as a kid, as early on as I can remember. Uh, I was that weird kid in school that liked wrestling way more than everybody else, and uh, it just kind of stuck with me. I I loved it my whole life, and uh, the reason I got into it was. I finished college and was doing my regular job and just always wanted more for myself. And so I decided to pursue a career in it and paid dividends for sure. Who was like your guys? Like when you were, you were growing up, who, who guys you looked up to? My guy was Arn Anderson. Uh, everything he did, uh, the way he moves, the intensity in the ring, uh, just, I really picked up from Arn Anderson. That's, that's who my person was. Yeah. So my, yeah. Mine's kind of controversial, but it was Chris Benoit. I was always a big Benoit fan. I'm friends with his son now, and it's you know it's it's always a controversial thing to say, but I, I love Benoit and his work. Well, you can't take yeah when it comes to Benoit, you know you can't take his work get away from that. Yeah, so I, yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I could still say he's a good wrestler. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the other stuff is the other stuff, but I could still say he's a good wrestler because if I said he's not, I'm lying. Obviously, I mean, yeah, exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. So when you look. When you look at Arn and Benoit, former horsemen, obviously, too, together, but when you look at, at those guys, is that how you kind of want your style to be, more like those guys, hard nose? Well, yeah, so I mimic my uh, – I do the double H spine buster and all that, so that's 100% where I got you know that move from. Um, but, yeah, for me, the way Arn worked, very old-school style, uh, very slow, methodical way, uh, when I think of myself, that's exactly how I you know, want to work. Uh, I do work a little bit different in the fact that I'm, I'm bigger than he was. He was, I don't think he was even six foot, but uh, I work, you know, to my size. And then uh, I do try to keep intensity alive when I've been there. So if you knew Benoit, you know, he was really intense in the ring. So I do, once I, once the bell rings, I'm everywhere else. I'm happy. I'm nice. I'm happy to be there. I'm smiling all the time. Once it starts, I do turn up intensity, uh, especially yeah, if I'm angry in the match. You know, rings. You're Rush Freeman. Yes. So it turns up, and uh, that's that's where I do have it is the intensity. So when the spectaculars, obviously, you know they they come together. They're they're both wrestling fans. They they both love the business. They come together. Is it easy to create chemistry together, or is that something you guys have to do away from TV and away from the cameras, and then bring it to, or is it just something that just naturally happens? It was yeah, it was, it was naturally. It was natural, very natural. Uh, I think we're both Southern boys, uh, obviously. And that we had in common, and it was just a, we hit the ground running, and we get along. We everything I pitch to Rush, he's like perfect. I love that. Everything he pitches to me, I'm like perfect. Love that. So having that chemistry that we both get along, we agree with each other's ideas, we take each other's criticism, ideas, all that stuff is uh, you know a recipe for success in my book. Yes. 
and then if, if you just, I don't know, if you look at it with, with tag teams, obviously you'll see Dr. Tom because he, he's going to be working backstage, Dr. Tom Pritchard. But he was saying him and Jimmy Del Rey, shockingly, didn't really get along well away from the ring. But in the ring, you couldn't tell they had tagged. I mean, they were like one of the best gel tag teams I've seen. That Heavenly Bodies period, I feel like almost underrated or underappreciated too. I mean, they were so good. Is that a little bit or that, that's the almost exact opposite, you guys? You guys get along great behind the scenes and great in, in, in the ring. Yeah, yeah, we get along great. Like, I've actually worked with people in the past where I'm like, all right, we're working together, but, I mean, I never talk to them. It's just we go to work and we work together. And then right. our own time's our own time. Him and I, we're texting every day. We're always sharing ideas. Yeah, we share stupid stuff we have going on in our lives with each other. Uh, we're, we're a real – we're a team. Interesting. You know, Dudley was, Boys, oh, too, is like that. Didn't really get along. Who was that? I'm sorry. The Dudley Boys, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, Brady. What were you saying? Uh – what was I saying? I was thinking that I think I was about to say Rush has a lot of stuff going on in his life that he shares with me. And I'm like, Rush, why are you sharing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do try to keep people entertained. Yeah. It, he's very entertaining for sure. What is going on in your personal life that, that Brady doesn't want to hear about? <laughs> Which topic do you, do you want? want to, do you want to go down that road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones are we allowed to talk about? The, the PG stuff. The PG sure. stuff. Yeah. yeah, the PG stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> I got fired twice in one week. That was unique. <laughs> you did. No, you told me about one. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to get fired from one to go to the other. That's, so. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Hey, that happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with you guys, what do you think about the NWA tag team division? Because obviously, you know, you got the, the tag team championship, but the U.S. tag team championship, which means that, you know, you got plenty of teams where you can have two separate titles. So what do you think about the division? So I think uh, the tag team division, but I think also the NWA as a whole, our talent in the NWA locker room is on par with any locker room in that is today, right? WWE, AEW, MLW. The NWA locker room is on the level that any televised company is. With that being said, the tag team vision is heavily stacked. Um, I mean, all across the board, you know what I mean? I think for tag team wrestling, the top of the game is is the NWA. I think we have by far the, yeah. the, the, the most talented. We run Crockett Cup because we've got such a stacked tag team lineup. Yeah, we brought some guys in from like Ring of Honor and uh, elsewhere, but uh, like we do have such a stacked tag team. Billy is big in the tag team wrestling, and you know every every new guy who comes in, they want to get put in the tag team because the singles division is very slim, but the tag team is just thriving. Got a lot of guys to work with for sure. We do. Yeah. What was the first time you guys got paired together in team? Was it against uh, Doug Williams and Harry Smith? Was it against the the Commonwealth? That was our first that was time. our very first match. Yeah. What did you think about that? Did you think you were feeling each other right away, like good chemistry right away as far as being a team? Yeah, I mean, as soon as we got, you know, paired together and we got that match, I mean, I was stoked. Yeah, I remember seeing that lineup and I went straight to Rush and I was like, um, you see this? This is who we're wrestling tonight. <laughs> yeah, really big shoes to step in for our first time together. You know, like a lot of times I'll throw these two guys in together and they're going to throw them in against just, just another team that's been there, worked together and stuff. No, we're going right to the top, facing the champs. And, you know, they're also veterans, too. You don't want to piss these guys off, and you want to work together well. And, you know, we came in, and we all did a really good show together. Got a handshake at the end. That meant a lot to us. Yeah. Yeah, I was so, they, so they liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting the respect from those guys meant the world to us. I know, like, going into that match, 
obviously we're super nervous. We, we want to perform well, but we want to show is that, you know, the world what we have. And then to be able to put up a fight and then get the respect from those two at the end of that match was, was very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Doug, obviously a big time veteran for a very long time, but uh, yeah. I mean, Harry Smith's been running, running around too. I mean, he was a kid. He was wrestling in like uh, 2000. He was like a young puppy, uh, basically. Right. <laughs> a young puppy. That's right. Dude is huge too. You step in the ring with him and, he is he's, he's a monster he's so tall <laughs> he's just, one of those guys which is weird you almost don't realize how big he is. it's almost like a billy gun kind of thing you don't realize yeah. how big he is until you meet him it's like oh my god you're huge spot on 100 so they throw you guys right in though i mean they you guys are a tag team i mean they throw you right into the fire any pressure there or, or you guys are like okay this is great this is a great opportunity oh it was it was tons of pressure you know it's uh, it's like uh it's like one of those sink or swims. Yeah. So it's like Billy was like, okay, you want to be a tag team? Oh, we're going to throw you in the deep end. Here's your test. And I think it was a test. I think it was to see what we could do, if we could hang with the top guys. I think we did a good job at that, and I think that's why we are in the position we are today, going into hard times with the fixers. Yeah. We were just finding ourselves there, and we were, just, we were just getting put together, just yeah. figuring out where who we were as a team. and. You know, things are different now. And, you know, in touching on the subject of hard times and the fixers and them not taking us seriously, it's the same thing as when we went into uh, our first matchup together and proving ourselves, and we ended up getting that handshake of respect. No matter, out, no matter what the outcome is at hard times with the fixers, if we lose, we will earn the respect of the fixers because it will not be – just you're going to blow through the spectaculars. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, this, gonna be, this is going to be a very good fight. And recently you guys got a big win over the Cardonas, which is new. I know uh, nothing to do these yeah. out there, right? Where's your big brother He's at? in the gym. He's getting swole. He's getting swole. Yeah, oh, where's man. Rolando? Where's your, where's your boy? <laughs> He's got to feed that ego, man. He's going to go work out real hard, probably hit up a Chipotle, eat an extra large bowl, you know? I think well, I think Rolando just got lost, honestly. <laughs> he probably did. You think he's at the gym? He's just telling us he's at the gym. He's lost. You somewhere. should see that guy on uh, Bourbon Street, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Rush. I could see you and him being like uh, DeVito and Schwarzenegger like together. You know what I mean? Like that that twins pose? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely Arnold. But that's great. guys got a huge win. It's a signature win there over the Cardonas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's awesome working with the Cardonas. Like uh, – you know, I watching WWE growing up. I did like Brian Myers. I liked Matt Cardona. You know, the previous names, whatever. But uh, I did like those guys a lot. Now we're getting to work in the ring with them. It's kind of it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Zack Ryder is dead. I think I'm pretty sure yeah, is what he what said. I heard. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you know, the fixers. You're saying like. You know, they might be a team that might be underestimating you, but who are some teams, like maybe some dream matches, I guess, of guys that you would like to face, whether it's NWA or not, but some guys you would like to face. Obviously, La Rebellion, I'm, I'm guessing. I, I've worked with La Rebellion before, and I, I do like working yeah. with them. I would love to see us get together and work with them. That's that would sure. be good. Um, speaking strict, uh, besides the guys, speaking strictly um, from the NWA point of view, I would be Hawks and Airy. Mm -hmm. um, I have a, a lot of history with those guys. Uh, I was I worked heels with uh, Luke and Perry. Um, so with that being said, like I would love to go to battle with those two. Um, that would be my team in NWA. I do respect them a lot. Um, yeah, if I picked another team in NWA that I have to think of, um, 
I would love for him and I to work with the Obi Gottens, Alex and Plunkett. We just never I feel like got there's a lot of unfinished there, business. Yeah, there. like I love definitely. We, we wanted a blow off match and we never got it. So I feel like that's needed. What about some teams outside of the NWA? Because like you said, they bring in our, they were bringing ROH guys, some MLW guys. I mean, what do you think about some other random tag teams out there? Briscoes, Von Erichs? I mean, guys like that? Uh, Yeah. Honestly, my team outside of with the FTR. Yeah, that's exactly what I <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think that might be everyone's dream match, and, you know, I'm sure it is because those guys are so talented. Uh, but I do believe our styles would clash very well together. We're all, uh, you know, Southern boys, and I think it would be a very good match. And the old school style, the old school I think style. that would be my dream match outside of NWA. Rush, you too? Yeah, same. I was going to say FTR also. And, you know, the reason is just we're both throwbacks. Like, that's exactly the way they've come up. They were a throwback team, and that's the way we're coming up with the same. So, you know, there's a lot of similarities there. How about uh, like a mystery, not mystery, but real, real dream. The fabulous ones can somehow, you know, Lane and oh, wow. somehow wrestle again. You know what I mean? What about that? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Um, or Fulton yeah. and Rogers come back, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be insane. That's probably who I would pick out of, you know, for just picking old school team i've all picked fantastics just because i didn't really even know who they were getting into all this and uh now i'm friends with bobby fulton and he's kind of just showed me a lot of the history the stuff that he's been through so yeah i would love to just get the old time machine thrown together and get us versus them somewhere maybe the rockwell express oh yeah yeah oh yes that would be then they're still i mean you know they're doing their farewell tour but that's actually still a possibility we'll give ricky a call (laughs) yeah but that, yeah, that is my, my one little thing with you, Rush, is you didn't know who the Fantastics <laughs> were when I sent you that message. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So since <laughs> so I just started like screenshot messages, screenshot messages. Like, since I've joined the NWA, I've been kicked out of the locker room on two different occasions. One for not knowing who Stan Lane was, and the other one was, uh, oh, God. Um, I can't remember who it was now, so i probably get kicked out again. I, I can remember his face right now, too, is the problem. I can remember his face. He wore a hat. I just talked to Tyrus about this recently, and uh, Tyrus kicked me out once, and then Pope kicked me out once because I didn't know who these guys were. Wow, I can't believe you didn't. I'm going to text Stan right now. So you got to get on this guy. What the hell? He didn't. He didn't know who you were, Stan. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I should have known too. I love that though. They're 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 old school to the bone. If you don't know one of the you know one of the guys that laid the foundation, you're out of here. You're gonna... uh, exactly. Well, That's yeah, why I was yeah. out. This is the NWA. I feel like if. You have to. You have to know the history of the, the, the company. Mm-hmm. So since I've started, I have been trying to build up my own internal archive of, you know, learning the history of the NWA. Because, I mean, I, I was growing on WWE and a little bit of WCW and TNA. Like, I didn't I, – that's all I ever watched growing up was just Raw, SmackDown, and ECW and a little bit of Impact. Yeah, I guess you're still a little young. Man. You know, you kind of let it slide a little bit maybe. I don't know, Brady, we think let it slide a little bit. No, I should have been tech training. Uh, he's not as he's not he's a little bit older than I am. <laughs> yeah, oh, then there's no excuse. Yeah, then there's, yeah, no, there's excuse. no excuse. But speaking of the Fantastics, we're gonna have Bobby here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Fulton's gonna, gonna be Bobby here. Gonna be in, oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be in New Orleans uh, signing autographs and taking pictures. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, be fun. It'd be, be fun to see him. I've actually never met him. Yeah. So it'll be my first time meeting him. Hey, we're friends. I, I I noticed this. We're friends on. We're friends. We talk a lot. 
he'll message me on Instagram all the time, but he's never followed me on there. But he follows Brady. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to be it's like, hey, you, it's because you didn't know him. At you got to follow me, dude. Like that's how friendship yeah. works. <laughs> I feel like he's definitely getting some revenge on you because you didn't know who he was at first. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's, no, it's just that he's a little, little older and he just doesn't know how Instagram works. Well, he knew how to follow me. <laughs> if you look at it, though. You got to go back and watch Fantastics versus the Midnights. You got to go back mm-hmm. and watch Fantastic versus the Sheep Herders. He's got to, you know, maybe kiss his ass a little bit and say, "Hey, look, you know, I've been watching this match, but you know, follow that, me, please." That's kind of what I did. He showed me one match with him and uh, uh, Jake the Snake. And good God, I cannot believe the size difference between him and Jake. Uh, he's only five nine or so. Bobby was. Jake is just massive. I never realized how big Jake was back then, and the match was just great. Yeah, he's a massive dude. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's 6'6 six, six or 6'5. Six, He's a huge dude, yeah. yeah I'm 6'4. He's a little bit taller than I am. So as we hit the wind out here, we'll head towards the finish. What's next for you guys, though? I know, obviously, we have the big pay-per-view and then Revolutionary Rumble, but as a team, like, what's next? Like, what do you want to accomplish? U.S. Tag Team, World Tag? What's next? Well, I just – so my thing has always been, like, my biggest fight is my next fight. So I solely focus on what I have coming up next. So – my answer is going to be the U.S. Tag Team Championship because if I, if just me personally, if I set my goals out further than what is in front of me, then I fail at what is in front of me. So I have to focus, put all of my focus on tomorrow, and then what comes Sunday, what comes Monday, then I worry about that then. Right. But I have to put all of my energy into the the biggest fight of my life. And I have to agree. I. Uh... I, I love being that guy that's like, you know, one of these days I'm going to have this accomplished, but I never focus on that 10-year plan, that five-year plan. I'm constantly focused on what is happening within this next week. And so all I'm focused on right now is this U.S. championship. That's one day, yeah, maybe we'll be Hall of Famers. But for until then, we're going to focus on winning this match Saturday. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's, like, a, it's like building blocks. So you accomplish this goal, then you move on to the next. Accomplish that goal, then you move on to the next. A lot of guys, I feel like, set their goals, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing to set your goals high. Definitely set your goals high. But when you set your goal too high and you lose your focus on how to get there, then I think that's how like people end up failing. Yep. Honestly, I think it's you know one step at a time, brick by brick, and then eventually you're like, how did how did how did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like just like fitness, you just gotta just do the right things every day to get to where you wanna be true now as far as billy is concerned what's like the best piece of advice he's given you or what's like kind of maybe something that, that we would know about billy um you know from from an outsider looking in what, what's something like this. so best piece of advice billy gave me there's a book it's called the game the art of talking to women or something anyway it talks about how any man can get the confidence to get any woman he wants so your listeners you guys you got to get this book it's called the game can't remember who the author is get the audio book Billy told me personally about this book, and then I got this really hot girlfriend I saw on the internet. So, thank you, Billy. Is that really how it happened? That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> hey, he did, he, uh, he did a really good job with that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to read that book. Yeah. You already got the hot girlfriend. You're just, you just got good. <laughs> you just did good. Yeah. No advice, though, Brady? You didn't need any from Billy? Um. Yeah. He just told me to take care of Rush Friend. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Easy enough. Yeah, you could do that. Because I watch out for my boy. <laughs> yeah. 
He needs all the help he can get. I'll take care of <laughs> So, of course, give us one last big push for the U.S. Tag Team title match against the Fixers. This Saturday, we're working against the Fixers. Now, I respect both of these men. We got Wrecking Ball. We got Jay Bradley. I know them on a personal level. I know them. I've worked with them in the ring. I've watched a lot of their work, and I know that these are two of the biggest, goofiest, dumbest men in the world, and I like to think of myself also as a goofy fella, but at the same time, I'm intense, and I'm hungry, and I'm just really, really looking to advance in my career by taking these belts off of them with my good friend here, my partner, Brady Pierce. So, yes. this Saturday, we're going to get in the ring, and respect aside, we're going to kick their ass. <laughs> That's all I can say. And look, we know exactly how capable these guys are. I've known Dre, Dre Bradley a long time, for years, as a matter of fact. For Gursky, not so much. I've just met him coming in the NWA, but, you know, it's not hard to watch his matches and say, like, oh, you know, this guy's really, really good. So we've been doing our study, and we've been watching every fixer match we can find, and we are prepared going into Hard Times 3 to take those U.S. Tag Team Championships with us. Nice. And, of course, NBA Hard Times 3, Saturday, the 12th of November, right around the corner here coming up. It's you guys versus the fixtures for the U.S. titles. You get the world title online. You get the women's title online. There's so much going on. You can go to nationalwrestlingalliance.com for more. You go to NWA and all the socials to find out more information. Of course, it is in New Orleans, Louisiana. And then after that, Revolutionary Rumble, also in New Orleans, Louisiana. Hard Times 3, also available on Fight pay-per-view but guys before we let you go where can everybody find you on social media and otherwise so on instagram at the brady pierce the brady pierce and then twitter is brady pierce one yeah for me uh instagram is the rush freeman and uh twitter is the freak freeman because i used to be a freak freak. you're still right (laughs) all right guys good luck against the fixers for the u.s tag team championships and thank you for all time really appreciate it Hey, thank thank you you so much for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies, brother.